John Gerica on SAFM. 22 minutes to nine. For the next 22 minutes, we will celebrate the life of Zahara, her music and her memories. Let's start with a message we got from Mbongi Yereality, one of the few disabled poets. He says, thanks for an opportunity to say goodbye to Zahara. I had done something for her. I hope you get a chance to play it. Theatrical, the message contained in your lyrics, double platinum. Back then in Pilo was better since Delhi Magnum. You gave us some twalo, Saufaguloli, Onyagenomusha, Sangena. In you, we saw the resurrection of the late icon of Brenda Farsi. In a male dominated circle, Wabamela Bafasi, always nominated. Internationally, Wamenua, Matanama albums, and each one is decorated. You wrote a story that this no narration, country girl. You were our kind of girl, an angel, before all the drama and the trauma. Umtualo Aguesinda, you prophesized when all friends are gone, you will always have your guitar. So, as in the entertainment, you may be gone too soon, but we are great. Full that through your talent is Brazil. Oh, when you know when you sit from the map, pain it's got nothing to do with my tribute. Yembongi reality. Year reality. Disabled poet giving his tribute to Zahara. Your opportunity as well, 86 What are your memories of Zahara? Let's talk to one of her best friends, Lusanda Mbane, joins us. Lusanda, good morning to you. How, uh, where do we start when we talk about Zahara? Sure. I don't know. I'm <laughs> sitting here listening to the tribute, John. It was I'm amazing. Feeling a little yeah? bit emotional. Yeah. I know, right? Um, we're sitting here in East London on the morning of her memorial service. And in about an hour and a half, I'm expected to, to program direct the service. So mm. listening to all this and I'm like, sure, this is quite emotional. And I, well, we, we, we're as ready as we're ever going to be, I guess, because I think it is time to say goodbye. You met her for the first time when you were doing an interview on radio. I was doing an interview on radio. I was on True FM at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I interviewed her for two hours as one of my guests. Wow. And in that process, I think she met a big sister. I don't even think it's accurate to say I'm one of her friends. I really was a big sister to her. Oh. She came for things like guidance and she got into trouble a lot with me. And it was more that kind of relationship. And mm. when Ish hit the fan, I kind of was the person to call. Um, and so, yeah, that was the relationship. And it's now come to this, I suppose. It, it must have been interesting you know, when you meet an interviewee, you know, there's always a little bit of a, a guard up. What was it about her that, that you, you must have put your guard down and, and become, as you say, a sister to her? How did that relationship change from interviewee to little sister? <laughs> I literally could feel her spirit. I could feel that she is one of the chosen ones. She's a star. Uh-huh. And because she is that, because her light is so bright, I could sense that her life and everything around her 
was very loud. And I didn't want my interview to be one of the sources of that loudness. I didn't want her to trend post being on my interview. Mm. I didn't want, I wanted the positive side of being in the spotlight, of being that gifted. Is I wanted that to be what came out of the interview. So I literally found that I, I even cheated a bit. Like on air, we would be interviewing and off air, I, I would be somewhat coaching her because she was a free spirit. She'd say absolutely anything that she's <laughs> feeling and thinking at the time. Right. And I was worried that, oh my gosh, if she goes there, we're going to have a situation of trending, which is what I didn't want this interview to be about. Mm. I wanted it, this interview to take this angle. So behind the scenes, I coached her on air. We spoke and she at that time, I suppose, felt it too, because immediately that after that interview, she said to me, listen, I want you to be my sister because wow. I can feel you love me. And it was one of those very rare moments in, in our industry when when I see her and she sees me. Mm. And literally after that, I mean, because she's also quite an open, loving soul, it was not even difficult to, to, to build. Straight after that, she meant it because she had my numbers. And immediately after that, it was a call to say, please come over. I want to cook for you. Immediately after that, it was a call to say that, please, let's meet up. Please, can you come and speak for me here? Please, can and come for a visit bring your kids Let, so it it was an easy relationship to build because it was between two people who wear their hearts on their sleeves kind of thing uh, you say that she would say yes to everything and she needed someone to to pull her reins back a little bit what do you mean by she said yes to everything she didn't quite oh no she didn't say yes to everything yeah. <laughs> she didn't say yes in fact she was very very stubborn <laughs> um so she definitely didn't say yes to everything but i at the time felt that she could limit the people around her i felt she could maybe choose the company that she keeps because I, I don't think she even understood how big she is. She was the girl next door to herself. Mm. And I just saw this light and being surrounded by too many people I thought could sometimes pose challenges because absolutely anything that she did would then be out there in the open. And it, it I, I didn't think that was fair. I, I wanted her to build sort of a place where she could have a safe space. She could have people that it was safe to speak to. But because she was the shining star, everybody was always buzzing around her. And I sometimes tried to guide her to places where she could limit that even mm. that wasn't easy like i said to you sometimes if i tried to tell her what to do she'd literally chase me out of her house and she said off you go you've got your own house and i'd be like oh well whatever bye i don't care i've got my own house see you later because i'm not going to say yes to everything that yeah. you do yeah. and then literally the next day she'd be calling me and say okay big sis can i cook for you so she was that kind of person very stubborn very 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 stubborn and she'll chuck you out now and if you if you know what's good for you you must leave at that time but then by tomorrow she'll be kind of groveling and come back to right. you and call you and want to cook for you and try to suck up. So she was that kind of beautiful So literally wearing her heart on her sleeve everywhere she went. Well, Sunday Mbani, don't go away. we got a couple of callers giving tribute to Zahara. My Tai Tai is in East London. What are your memories, My Tai Tai? Yeah, go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. What are your memories? Yeah, that song, I'm sure it comes, it came from something that was happening in the 
ukusele kakwaki ndikamdiki umphefu lakungalala ngoqolo and ngokuba kazahara south africans ngase zinabuya zithandane kwakhona simbi ndoba sosungoba sosoloko ukufihla abantu abatsha abatshiyekivu it doesn't matter ngesithandane ngokwenene ngenyasa amkelani that is my sister was um, because hey simbi ngonzeke lizweni lethu kakhulu Thank you very much. Quick translation there. Uh, he's very sad that Zahara had passed away. Made him feel very happy. Uh, he felt that Zahara's music was liberating. May she rest in peace. South Africa needs peace, he says, even uh, with everybody coming up. Let's let's love each other. Was I more or less right there, uh, Lysander? Yes, pretty much. Yes, right. pretty much. Uh, t- tell me about that song he was singing. Um, so it says, it says, oh, says on the board, now you're still going to see me. Um, it, it would go along the lines of people are always speaking, speaking about me. They're saying I'm not going to last. And she was kind of saying to the people, if you think I'm here not to stay, if you think I'm going to fall, I think you need to watch the space because you're still going to see what I'm going to do. It, it kind of goes along those lines. Oh, it, hurt, it hurts when you hear those lyrics, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. It, it it really does because I think there was so much more to see from oh. her. I really think she was the, one of those rare gifts to the world. I was driving from, I was driving from Johannesburg to East London sometime last week, and I mean I have to tell you, I think I think I've been challenged the most in my entire life this past week because in that drive, mm. I was carrying in my car all her awards and her guitar, bringing it home. Um, and so they were in the car with me. I, I think I spent most of the drive crying. But mm. the amazing thing is that I was playing her music. And so the very person that was the reason for my tears was the one also soothing me. Mm. And so I'm sitting here comforting myself in saying that maybe there was a lot more that we expected to see from her. We didn't realize that she's already given us all the gifts that was brought here to bring because she's going to comfort us for lifetimes to come. Freeman in Johannesburg. Good morning. Uh, good morning, good morning, John, and, and, and your colleague there. And, uh, you know, for me, what, what I just wanted to share about Zahara, you know, the first time I had her song, I can't remember exactly when was it, but it was in the morning. I was driving with my wife, you know, going for breakfast. It was the song, Loli, Wai Dudula. And at that time, the way that song, you know, was so nice, I could not even make the lyrics. You know, we just went quiet with my wife until the song was finished. Mm. Then at the end, mm. I asked her, what was it? Was it Spanish that that this person is singing? I didn't even know it at that time. You know, what was it? You know, I, I think a few days after, then I got to know it's Zahara, and that song is Uloli Wawai Tudula. And, you know, that song, the way it was so arranged, the way, the way it was so perfect, and, you know, that justice that Zahara did in singing that song, you know, she was so gifted. Then after that, I fell in love with all her songs, you know, and the only think that my heart is crying for now that she has left is that I did not have an opportunity maybe to sit in an unplugged session, you know, mm-hmm. and listen and enjoy, you know, her music life. You know, that's that's what I was yearning for, you know, and that's what my heart is crying for that now she's gone. And may her soul rest in peace. Thank you, Freeman. Thank you, Freeman. Uh, let's wrap this up, Lucinda. I know it's a tough time for you. How would you like, or how do you think Zahara would like us to remember her? Oh, she wanted to be remembered as the girl next door. She said, whether you are in um, a low-down area 
of society, whether you've got nothing or whether you're in an affluent suburb. She wants you to know that she's always next door. So she was always approachable. Mm. But even if you couldn't reach her in uh, physically, she knew that through her music, you could relate to her. In fact, she has said that in numerous interviews. So I know I'm quoting her when I say that she wanted to be remembered as the girl next door, the girl you could reach out to whatever you're going through and find solace in at least one of her songs. Uh, is the memorial service open to the public today? Yes, it is. Okay. Can you give us those details? Yes, um, the memorial service starts at 11 o'clock today in East London at the East London ICC. Mm-hmm. And um, it will consist of some speeches um, from family, from officials, but mostly it will be a tribute because it's it's a it's a memorial that is being really handled by Friends of Sahara in the in the music fraternity. So it's mostly a tribute from musicians in the Eastern Cape that will be singing there. And uh, I know Betusi Lemkinga is going to be there. I know Dumza Maswana is going to be singing there. I know Slick Angel will be performing there. So there's a number of performances from well-known South African musicians. And then there's also tributes. And yeah, from Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock to 2 o'clock at the East London ICC today. Thank you very and much. And then the funeral is tomorrow at the same venue, sorry. Thank you very much, Lucinda. And uh, good luck today. And it's tough times, I'm sure. Thank you for having me. We'll L- go through it. Lucinda Mbane, uh, actress and, as you heard, big sister to Zahara, passed away on the 11th of December at the age of 36.